Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time you are tuning in, welcome to Homesteading and Gardening in the Suburbs. I'm Emma from Misfit Gardening and today we're talking about using natural liquid fertilizers and making them. Um, because back when I first started my garden here at the house that I'm living at, I was super concerned about how poorly it was performing. Part of that was due to the garden is just getting established. Um, I had really poor soil structure. Where I'm at, it's very sandy. Um, I, there was a lack of rain because I'm in Utah and we had long, hot summers. Um, and it was actually one of the worst summers that we, we had when I first started my garden. Um, but what I started doing was experimenting with natural DIY kind of fertilizers that you could make by using stuff I already already had in the garden um, and the idea was to give plants a nutrient boost that they desperately needed um, you know really to help get things like through the summer and into fall so I would actually get a harvest now for those of you that have been listening for a while you know that I've been super thrifty of late I don't really want to be spending money on buying organic fertilizers and stuff for the store. Um, and I'd made liquid fertilizers before. They were quite popular um, in being used on allotments in the UK. So it wasn't something that I hadn't done before. Um, but I did find that there were issues that kind of come across come up over here in the US that were not an issue in the UK, like mosquitoes, for example, they were a bit of a problem um, here. So uh, one of the things that I did was using um, mosquito dunks uh, to control the larvae and uh, also keeping a lid on the bucket um, that I was containing uh, the liquid fertilizer in to help keep mosquitoes out of it because I didn't want to create a breeding ground for them. Um, I am one of those blood types where mosquitoes just love so you know I walk outside and you know I feel like I am being descended upon by a cloud of mosquitoes um, so I definitely didn't want to um, you know create a you know, a home for them in my garden. But let's talk about um, using some natural liquid fertilizers because they're usually weaker than a commercial fertilizer that you're buying, you know, off the shelf. And when I talk about commercial fertilizers, like I'm, I'm not talking the chemically synthesized ones, I'm talking the OMRI listed organic ones, because that's the only things that I use in my garden if I'm going to purchase um, something for the garden. But really, one of the things that I love about making my own liquid fertilizers is I get back to that life cycle piece that holistic cycle that is happening within the garden and the homestead so using things that are already on the homestead to fuel the garden which then fuels me and my family like I really enjoy that aspect of making your own natural liquid fertilizers and I'm a really big fan on sourcing things locally where possible anyway and being that self-sustaining urban homestead so making my own organic 
organic liquid fertilizers using things that I already had, like manure from the chickens and or weeds, seemed to be a logical step really in maintaining that holistic environment that I was trying to create in my backyard. So let's talk a little bit about um, some liquid fertilizer recipes, right? Because there's different ones that you can make um, depending on what you have available in your yard. And I know I've talked before about my gardener's revenge one where it is just weeds um, that I have pulled from the garden because they're using nutrients that are from the soil, um, making my own liquid fertilizer from them, not only then puts those nutrients back into the soil but also the process of actually making this liquid fertilizer is going to kill the plant because um, you're basically steeping it in water for a few months um, so it's decomposing so then it doesn't pose an issue when you put it into the compost heap whereas if you're putting things with like a lot of seeds and stuff into your compost you're going to end up with seedlings and spreading things around a bit more and some weeds are pretty persistent in the garden like morning glory stuff um, or bindweed is driving me insane it's all over the place and it's quite difficult to eradicate um, I have been putting lots and lots of um, cardboard down underneath the mulch and that really helps to suppress it but eventually it does find its way up into the garden bed so I just kind of keep pulling it uh, but one of the things that I found that I can then use it for is making a liquid fertilizer so the premise is pretty straightforward when it comes to making a natural liquid fertilizer you dump a bunch of organic matter into a bucket with a lid and then cover it with water. Um, ideally, you want water that has been standing for 24 hours if you're using tap water. So the chlorine dissipates because you want the bacteria and things that are in there to help break down um, the organic materials. And then that's what's going to release those nutrients into the um, the, the liquid and then really to use these fertilizers you'll you'll want to get an old cup or something um something that you don't mind getting gross and um i just kind of left a cup in there that would float like a little plastic cup and um I would sort of push down because you'll get like a floating mass of, of weeds and plant material at the top. But I would like push push down gently on the, the cup so it would fill uh, part of the way with water. So let's say it was a 16 ounce cup, I would fill it like half halfway so I would get a cup and then I would put that into a three gallon bucket and then I would top that up with water. Um, again I tended to use um, the secondary water which doesn't have chlorine or anything in there um, so that you know I'm not you know breaking down any of the microorganisms that are there and I'm putting those back into um, the soil. So that's kind of how I use them in my garden but let's talk about some recipes. So um, let's talk about the first one which is using grass clippings grass clippings especially if you have a lawn that does not um, get pooped on by pets and um, if you're not using any uh, weed killer or anything like non-organic on there so you would take your grass clippings and then place them into a lidded bucket let's say a five gallon bucket i would do probably about a half fill to three quarters full and then top it up with water um like i mentioned earlier if you've got mosquitoes in the area 
um, see about those um, mosquito donks. You can get ones that are organic and uh, that should help keep those populations down. But then you just kind of leave it there um, for a few weeks. You might want to get in there, get an old sticker or something and stir things up each day because then you're introducing oxygen. So you're introducing air, which is going to help those bacteria then um, break things down. But um, grass is very high in nitrogen, so it provides this um, flush of nitrogen for your plants, which makes it really good for things like kale or broccoli or cabbage those kind of brassicas um, it's really good to give them a quick hit of nitrogen to help them flourish comfrey is another really popular um, natural fertilizer that you can make so you take your comfrey plant and then right after it's flowered you chop it all back and you can chop comfrey back pretty heavily um, and it'll come back and usually it'll give a second round of flowering too and you kind of want to give it a, a trim back after it's flowered because um, comfrey prolifically seeds and it will set seed all over the place. And if you don't keep your plant in check, then it's going to end up all over the place. Um, so using it to make a natural liquid fertilizer is a really good um, use of it. You can also um, chop comfrey and then drop the plant um, all around your tomatoes actually as a chop and drop mulch. And it will help provide um, lots of additional nutrients for it. So comfrey has these really long roots that reach really down, like deep down into the ground so they're pulling up nutrients from um, you know really quite deep within the soil which makes them a really great um, fertilizer to use because you're going to be adding in these extra nutrients that your plants may not have um, readily available because the roots are a lot more shallow. So same premise, you would um, take your cuttings of your comfrey, put it into um, a five gallon bucket and then top it up with water. You know, don't forget your mosquito dunk things um, to control those mosquitoes and put a lid on it another way that you can do it um, and this is one that was pretty popular in the UK was just to um, put a couple of small holes in a bucket and then place your bucket on top of some breeze blocks that's those concrete blocks um, that you can get from the hardware store if you're over here in the US so you want to prop it up so it's got space and then those holes are going to allow things to drip into another container so you'd want to fit another container underneath your bucket um, or you could do a bucket within a bucket kind of deal and what you're going to do is you're going to put your comfrey cuttings into the bucket with the holes in and then you're going to place something on top that's then heavy to then press those um, leaves and things down and as they start to decompose they're going to drip out a concentrate and um, that doesn't work for me where I'm at because it's a dry environment so things just kind of tend to dry out and desiccate um, rather than you know actually producing a liquid so I much prefer putting them in the water um, and doing it that way some other really easy DIY fertilizers that you can make are from seaweed if if you live on the coast and um, you would want to rinse off some of the salt and then 
uh, you can chop it up and place it into a bucket with some water again or you just kind of uh, put a little bit of water in there to keep it concentrated and then eventually it will it will break down using banana skins as a liquid fertilizer is another popular one so you would chop up your uh, banana peels put those into a bucket cover with water and then leave it um, for a few weeks and again with all of these fertilizers you're going to want to be stirring them you know daily maybe every other day um, at the very very uh, least and you're going to be introducing that oxygen you're going to help those microbes break things down um, but I will warn you now that DIY natural fertilizers they stink they are very pungent um, and if you are on a still day uh, with not a lot of breeze moving around those smells do linger um, and uh, if you've got a, a tall fence and nobody really knows what you're doing uh, it can be a bit of a surprise for somebody walking down the street um, when they kind of get hit with with the smell and you know as stinky as these things are the the more that plants seem to love them which is kind of crazy um, but they they work really wonderfully at being able to give your plants a boost there and then um, I've stayed more towards having uh, plant-based um, fertilizers that I'm making here on the homestead um, partly because we don't have chickens anymore um, but we did used to use some of the chicken manure to do a um, liquid fertilizer too so we took some of the old manure and then threw it into a bucket we didn't put um you know it was maybe like a handful of chicken manure into a five gallon bucket because it was already concentrated and then we kind of let steep and um you know break down a bit and the thing when you're using manure fertilizers in especially in this way or any application of manure fertilizers is that you want to um Number one, apply them only at the the base of the plant. Um, so you want to make sure that you're not getting it up on the leaves or any parts that you're going to eat. But then you also need to make sure that you leave um, a number of weeks before harvesting that plant so if you're going to be using these on like leafy greens like salads and stuff like that you want to be leaving it for a good you know two to six weeks really um, before then harvesting that plant and the reason why you want to do that is because you know these manure based fertilizers that you're making yourself can contain harmful microbes called pathogens right those are ones that cause disease and you don't want that entering into your food so if you are applying these um, fertilizers you're giving it time for those microbes to die off and not pose a risk to you your family or anybody else that is going to be eating um, that produce so that's really important to think about before um, adding on your fertilizers and that's part of the reason why I don't use manures um, so much anymore in the garden but also because I don't have um, animals that are producing 
um, manures that I could be using in the garden. Um, but if you're using a, a manure you um, to make a liquid fertilizer, um, less is definitely more in these cases. So you want to, um, you know, put a smaller quantity in the bucket and dilute it. And then you want to be diluting it again because it's going to be much stronger than something that is plant-based. Um, and uh, there's lots of different methods that you can use to to make these fertilizers. Certainly, um, when I was on the allotment, there was a chap that was a couple of allotments down from me in the UK, and um, he used to get like a, an onion bag, like one of those mesh bags that you used to put onions in it, and he would put like horse manure or sheep manure in there um you know just just a, a couple of handfuls of it and um then he would put that into a 55 gallon tank of water um that was being collected off his shed on the allotment and then he would dilute that down again um in you know with another source of water from a rain barrel that he had um so he had a really great garden actually <laughs> um, um, his brassicas grew really well um, and that's not surprising because manures have a, a lot of nitrogen in them because you know they're relatively fresh um, but then they also contain things like phosphorus and potassium that are also key nutrients that help your garden grow. I would love to hear from you in the Facebook group of what uh, DIY fertilizer you are going to be trying and let me know if you're already using natural fertilizers and how you make them on your homestead. I love to hear more from you. Until next time, I hope your garden grows beautifully and I will see you all next week.